Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to attend the 62nd Annual American Society of Dowsers National Convention June 10th through June 12th at Plymouth State University in Plymouth, New Hampshire. The keynote speakers will be Dr. Patrick McManaway and Marty Lucas, in addition to many other speakers and workshops and events, including myself. For more information and to reserve your spot at this exciting event, please visit www.dowsers.org. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm Bill G and I'm here with Nina today. And today um, is a conversation that I was inspired by actually my first piece of fan mail. So, <laughs> so, so nice. Yeah. So um, some one of our listeners uh, wrote in to me and was asking about experiences with elderly people because he was talking about how in uh, Robert Detzler's books that they don't really talk about any real case studies with elderly clients. Most of your clients fall into the age bracket, I would say around uh, late 30s, 40s, and 50s, but people who are generally older than that usually don't find themselves into case studies. Yeah, why do you think that is? It's, it, you know, I think it's probably because that age bracket that usually comes is kind of connected into the internet and they do searches and 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 it's so much easier to do that sort of research mm-hmm. online but yet you know when you get older you know there's a lot of people i know who are older who don't like to use computers don't know how to use computers don't you know and like let alone uh using instagram or, or anything oh, yeah, like that yeah. to find anything absolutely but also i think there's a there's a cultural bias here as well oh absolutely because um even in the 80s and 90s when uh, robert was originally writing his books and starting to teach his stuff the majority of his clients or the people learning of this were generally female and generally between the ages of 40 and 50 and and maybe in their mid 50s but that seemed like that was the the seeking age. That's the age where we are questioning uh, who we are, where we're going in our lives. That's when marriages are generally falling apart and that sort of thing. Oh, but do you know what? My very dear friend, Raven, she says, and I'm going to get it wrong and she's going to laugh when she hears this, either Cryon or Chiron comes into play. Chiron, Chiron, Chiron. Chiron. (laughs) So sorry, Raven. Uh, Well, anyway, this uh this aspect of astronomy mm-hmm. it is astronomy yeah, yeah it comes into play right around that 50 year mark and it's supposed to be the time where wow you got to really get it together because if you don't get it together then like life will come and beat you over the head with you know the proverbial grand piano um but you know now now's the time at that particular time in life a lot of people are really really seeking because they feel that pull to do right. so. 
Yeah, and when you're doing that seeking, there's a, a an automatic knee-jerk reaction. Well, I can't involve my mom and dad in this process because my mom and dad have been steering me all my life down this certain path. And if I tell them about my woo experiences or my my uh, ayahuasca experiences, they're going to laugh at me. They're going to say I'm crazy. I, how dare you quit your job or divorce your husband or whatever. You have to still st- keep the path and whatever. And so you, when you go to these large conventions, you see mostly women, mostly people within that age bracket who are doing that level of seeking, or if they're older than that, they are the the practitioners, you know, they've been doing this for yeah, a long or, time. Or they grew up in an environment where that was really cool because there are still a bunch of people who grew up in the very woo environment. Their parents were yogis and yoginis. And, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they traveled to Peru and, you know, all kinds of things. Right. But now that we're seeing uh, a change happening in uh, humanity. We were seeing uh, like a group awakening happening as we're moving from this 3D thing into this 4D thing. We can't forget about our parents. I oh my know. gosh, and don't because they can be really miserable. <laughs> absolutely. And and the thing is, they're waking up in real time with the rest of us. They absolutely are. And it's a lot harder for them because they've lived a whole life. They've had a, all this... Uh, you know, brain patterning that has said, no, 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 you get a job, like the minute you're out of the womb, and then you live in that job until you, you know, retire, and you retire as late as possible. And then, you know, you retire, and you go and you, you know, sit at home, and you do knitting and crap, and you take care of your your grandchildren, (laughs) yeah, you go golfing, you know, the, the, they, (laughs) That patterning can be deadly to the seeker. Absolutely. But we there's an assumption, though, that especially when we're talking about people in our parents' generation, we're, and we're talking uh, post-70 here, that they are stuck in that, that they can't be talked to about this woo stuff, or they can't be talked to about consciousness expansion. And I'm finding, though, even when I'm working over at the tax office and I'm talking to elderly, I have a lot of elderly clients. And I start talking about some of this stuff about what I do, you know, when I'm not doing taxes. And they're like, wow, that is really, really interesting. Or wow, I could really use that. Can I have your card? And it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I would never have pegged these people as people who'd even be mildly interested in what I do. And that's my own prejudices coming through about, you know, when I, when I talk to my own parents, you know, I, I, I get that, I get this knee jerk reaction that all my parents, all everybody of that generation is going to behave the same way. And, but now I'm finding, I'm getting more and more clients who are over 70. So before we get into, you know, the barriers for these people getting into this whole process Let's talk about what are the benefits of spiritual counseling or going to see somebody who is an alternative practitioner for someone who is 70 plus. Yeah, you know, um, in my practice, uh, my acupuncture practice, I actually saw a lot of people over the age of 65 and they were coming in, uh, you know, maybe they were veterans or maybe they were, you know, just had pain or, 
you know, and, and quite a few with emotional issues, right? And they just wanted to kind of work through all of that. And mostly they just wanted to chat, you know, but then they'd get this added benefit of having some needles put in. And, you know, Akashic dowsing and acupuncture, even getting a massage, there's no difference between any of those things. Uh, it is the process of opening up the energetic pathways in the body either through talking about it or through actually physically manipulating, like say as in acupuncture or massage. And then the interface between that person and their world becomes a whole lot easier. You get release of pain, you get release of emotional baggage, you get release of karmic patterns or other things. And you can get that even with acupuncture because say you come in for some long-standing pain and acupuncture works for you and maybe it works the first time, which is, you know, in a lot of cases that can happen when done properly. It's not like you took the body and you changed it. And now the body's like, oh, well, I'm not in pain anymore. Yay, I can go on my way. What actually happens is you've opened up those energetic pathways within the body so that the emotional baggage can be released. The, um, the, person then can emotionally and physically and mentally better interface with their environment. And then they go out and all of a sudden, Hey, my pain is gone. Right. Right. It, it's the, there's no such thing as the body is broken. The body is perfect. The body is always healed. It's, so when you go and do some sort of manipulation like that, even if you do like a little self massage at home, the very action that you were going, okay, we're going to release and clear out this stuff happens. And that's a conscious thing that happens. You go to the massage therapist, you go to the acupuncturist, you go to the dowser, you go to the card reader, and you actively release these things. And that is what has changed. Right. And, and we see this time and time again in the clients that I see, and we saw you saw it in the clients that you see where, and this is all about that consciousness expansion as well. When you're expanding your consciousness, you are aware of what your crap is, then you have an opportunity to let it go. Right. And just as an example, say someone comes in and they've had arthritis for 20 years. It doesn't matter if they come to see you, Bill, mm -hmm. right? And you're doing dowsing for it, or they come to see me, or they come to see Jamie. Right. Right. Or even they come to see Jody. Oh yeah. And they, and they talk and she talks through her, your animals to see what's going on. Right. Why would putting two needles in someone completely cure them of their arthritis that they've had for 20 years? Right. Cause you would think that after 20 years, the arthritis has gotten to the point where the, they got bone degradation and there's just no, there's no coming back from that. Right. But you absolutely can. Um, even uh, like, say you come in with a sprain, whether you talk it out, douse it out, massage it out, mm -hmm. essential oil it out, however you want to do it. That's why I wanted to say, like, give you this sort of example, because it isn't about what we're physically doing right. to the body. Because the body's out in 3D world, just like everything else. What isn't out there that is the only thing that's malleable, the only thing that can change is your consciousness. Yes, and that's your 4D self. That's your... That the, the part of you that exists in spite of or outside of that physical body because yes. you are a 
You are not a body with a consciousness. You are a consciousness with a body. Yeah. And the body is so much smaller of a piece than the consciousness. Right. And I, and I actually have a couple of clients, a new, some newer clients recently. And what we're working with too is a lot of life review stuff and dealing with stuff that you're taking from um, earlier in your life and making sense of it and stuff from the middle of your life and making sense of it. And then just clearing out all those patterns that have accumulated over your lifetime. And then we discover that these have been accumulating lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And then by clearing it, we change the pattern and then we, it, it creates a sense of peace and joy. And, and it's so difficult to describe if you haven't actually been through it. It's the, the amount of joy that one feels when you are free of pain you've had for 20 years or pain, the emotional pain that you've been holding on to for years and years to be able to finally let that go within a safe environment and with somebody who actually hears and sees you. And that's really, uh, it, it, that you can't even put a price tag on that. That is so valuable. So why aren't we seeing more clients like this? If we're all waking up, what are the barriers that are preventing elderly people? I mean, I, mean, I, I, I shouldn't say elderly people. People in their 70 plus young years from finding people who can actually help them within this realm. And I believe first and foremost, it's technology. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, they just don't have access or they don't know how to get access to it. It's difficult. Right. Not for everyone, for sure. I have people who use technology like better than me. Right. right? <laughs> who are older than me. <laughs> but I had a client recently who referred her mother to me. And I've been working with the mother for quite a bit. And what we're discovering is that uh, this, uh, this, this client that I'm working with has a very, very hard time using the computer because she's over 80 and she just, you know, it's just one of those things she never used very often. And so I'm like, okay, we can do this on Zoom. And she's like, Zoom, oh my God. And it creates a, a tremendous amount of anxiety. But I'm like, we don't have to use Zoom. We can talk on the phone. And a lot of practitioners out there are more than happy to talk to you over the phone. But then again, where do you find these things? I mean, you can easily find me or you can find the people that we work with with Vital over the internet. You know, we've got a website, we've got social networking, we've got our, um, you, know, you can find us on Instagram and we've got these beautiful things, but you know, people, somebody who has a hard time even turning on the computer are going to have a time, time doing that. So we're going to address right now, all of you children of people who have parents who are maybe in the realm of seeking, but have no idea how to do, to navigate the technology to find the right people. And so what I want to say to you specifically is it never hurts to ask or suggest to your parent, hey, 
I am seeing this person or I heard this guy over uh, over the radio or this podcast or whatever, and he's really cool and he seems like he could really connect to whatever you're going through. And I really think you should give him a call and see how it turns out and how flexible are they with pricing? How are they, how are they with you? And, you know, you do that tryout. Yeah. You can even, you know, pull up a podcast on your phone and play it and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe give them an idea about, you know, the, all the crazy stuff we do. Right. Right. And, and the thing is, um, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, that we're, you know, Nina and I here and, and the other people we deal with, we're, we are, we're not crazy. <laughs> we, we, we are, we try to keep it as down to earth and what you are dealing with every day as much as possible. And I think that's also really helps for people who are coming from that generation, you know, that late, that late baby, baby boomer generation to kind of give them an idea that this isn't just about flowers and rainbows and, and unicorns here. We are working with you know, your mind-body connection. We are working with your um, your soul to really clear out real problems that you are experiencing right now. Your loneliness, your um, sense of I'm too old to do anything or, or there's things in my past that are getting in the way of my happiness. We can help with that stuff. Okay, now now I want to direct our the next thing we're saying here to mom and da- mom or dad who are is listening to this podcast because you know or grandma or grandma who are who's listening grandma. to this, and you're like, well, I don't know, uh, I've never tried anything like this before. Uh, this it seems really scary. I don't want any. I've never even seen a psychotherapist before. For all of you who may be trepidatious about trying something that you would consider to be fringe or outside of the typical model that has been subscribed for so so many years. Ask yourself if what you're doing is currently working. If it is, you're great, right? Mm -hmm. You're golden. But if it isn't, maybe there's something outside of that, that may be extremely helpful and you just have yet to find it and try it. It's like that first time that you found sushi or uh, those really spicy tacos and you're like, wow, where have you been my whole life? I've had people come into my clinic who have never tried acupuncture before and they have cancer and their doctor says, that's it. I'm in stage four cancer. I'm going to die. I don't want to die. I'm willing to try anything. I had a client just like this in New York City, fourth stage lung cancer, and he had months to live. And within a few months, we fixed it. No more cancer. And this guy just had a whole new lease on life. He was, you know, all set to die and was getting his stuff together. And in the end, he didn't really know what to do with himself after that. Mm -hmm. So he decided to go do all the things he wanted to do that he never got to. And he had so many more years put back on because of this experience. And he's like, I'm gonna try all kinds of things like this now, right? So these situations, maybe they're more rare than that. Not everybody is going to be fixed via any of these modalities. It just kind of depends where you are. Right. Um, But whatever you're attracted to, whatever comes across your path may be worth looking at because if it's in your field, it's accessible. 
Right. And on some level. Yeah. And the fact that you're even listening to this podcast right now means that it is now in your field and you now have a choice. Do I pursue it or do I ignore it? And if you, if everything's working out for you okay right now and everything's work is, is good, then great. You're fantastic. But if it's not, and you've tried other things and it doesn't work, what do you got to lose? Yeah, you may just find um, a whole new life comes out of it, a whole new experience, a whole new way of being in the world. Um, you know, holistic, anything holistic is so very interesting because it takes into account every single part of your being. It's not just your physical, it's not just your mental uh, it's not just getting your hair done if you had a bad day or eating that tub of ice cream to make you, <laughs> make you feel better. It doesn't just fix one little thing. It actually works on the whole person. And in this world where our care has been so fragmented up uh, into, I have to go to this person for this, I have to go to this person for that, holistic anything strives to integrate all of those things into one so that you can be a better person out in your world. So if this sounds interesting to you, I strongly encourage you to go to our website, which is vitalbioenergetics.com and just check out the different practitioners we have in our co-op and see which one of them jumps out at you. It could be me, it could be uh, Jody, it could be uh, Jamie and then go to the website, book a free online consultation, and then just see where it takes you. And that's really what it comes down to, just making a choice. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.